because we never know because we just like have a backlog of shit um but yeah introducing the guest today saloni she's been popping up on my feed personally so that's why i'm like oh shit let me just like ask some questions i'm curious in it no, it's an honor to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I feel like you do bad radio interviews, so you have kind of choreographed answers and shit like that. No, I'll try to stray away from that. I'll try to stray. No, no, no. You could you could be choreographed if you need to be. You know, you don't <laughs> no. want to like show that personal side too much, right? <laughs> no, it's not like that. No, personal side is good for people to see, and the choreo- It's not. It's never choreographed. I think it's because yeah. I've done so many. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a natural because it's the same turn. kind of questions, right? Yeah, it's the same kind of question. So from yeah. what you said, this is going to be a bit different. So I don't know. I don't know. But like the first question is basically like, what do you wish uh, someone would have asked in these kind of interviews? Wish someone would have asked. So let's talk about this language thing, innit? Okay. To start off with, and then maybe we'll circle <laughs> back we'll to it at the end, you know, yeah. after you've like uh, thought about like all of these random questions <laughs> and shit, right? um but yeah people probably think that you do speak 10 languages that's the misconception and uh (laughs) why do you think that is first of all i think because when someone Mm. says they sing yeah in a language they assume that you know the language yeah but that's not really the case because i feel like music has no boundaries yeah which you might say is choreographed but it's actually true like music (laughs) definitely has no boundaries see now you're going to be conscious of that whole choreographing the (laughs) whole way through i promise no it's cool it's cool it's cool yeah Um, no like as in like i said music has no boundaries so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's about you connecting with the style of music that it is or like yeah. the the vibe of it than the actual words i mean words always have a great like input to it which, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. which I think but it's also the kind of song that it is so when yeah. people, when i say oh i sing in 10 different languages all like, they, they're like oh you can speak in it yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. no i just vibe to the song and yeah. so i'm like i when you listen to a song so many times you just grasp it like you don't know what you're saying but yeah, you yeah, grasp yeah, yeah. the lyrics and everything but you grasp like the <clears throat> cadence right like even like people are listening to like french drill for example mm-hmm. right and they're just like taken away by the vibe not exactly. necessarily like what they're saying right because yeah. People are just going, no, 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 for the words, you know? <laughs> yeah, but then the thing is with especially South Asian songs, it's like once you start listening to it, yeah. it's like I, I'm seeing the lyrics without even knowing. And that, that's, that's when I kind of go back and actually look at what the lyrics are and try and get it right and okay. like, cross-check with like family, friends and everything. But that's like not a normal thing, though, I don't think. <laughs> no. You know, like I think people don't pick it up like that. So do you have like a background in like do you know like bare languages to mm. begin with or no i are you like just a coconut who's like trying to because i'm a coconut <laughs> and like i thought that you would be like okay you know what i think that um people who are coconuts are like not in touch with their culture enough and that's why you create the kind of music to represent that mm, no i don't agree with that I okay think what are you saying like, i'm not gonna yeah. Define people as coconuts because no, I, no, I, no, I think I don't think, that's I think fair people don't say these things <laughs> no, because they're scared, I don't you know. That's fair because some people, yeah, if you might like you might call them a coconut, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they are, they're just not in touch with their culture as much as they might wish to be, or like they haven't had the opportunity to be in touch with their culture. Mm. So Why do you think that is? Why do you think people don't have maybe the it's the surrounding that you were brought up in? Maybe you didn't like some people are brought up in a very Caucasian area, or, yeah, yeah, or, like, yeah. non brown area, so then they've not had the opportunity to yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. like in the, the states like sorry or some shit you know what I yeah mean? Like, yeah Where, wherever. Far from the... <laughs> my geography is not good so i'm not gonna comment on that yeah but um and like their parents don't have much to say or like they try to but then it's yeah if you're not if you're not in a group of friendship like if you're not in a friendship group where you don't have that relationship that's a big thing in it low-key yeah it's like what are you gonna say then so, so yeah. you don't stay in touch with the culture that way but then there might be a shift in your life where you go to a different and then you see that culture and you and i feel that like that's happened a lot recently yeah with um like south asian culture being brought up on social media yeah. like so much more awareness about it that people are actually going back and going in touch with their culture again um yeah. 
so I mean I was always quite in touch with my culture yeah. just because my parents were like um they were they came from India even though I was born and brought up here like I had a lot of culture at home yeah, and, yeah. and I had like a brown friendship group at school and everything um so I was in touch that way and, and I think for me yes like my friendship group wasn't always like proud of being brown yeah, yeah, yeah so i had to find that way through my music and that's the way i kind of like loved being brown yeah. and everything and i think over the years it's literally been through social media that there's been more awareness especially over covid i don't know i feel like we're straying away from no, 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 it's but, cool it's cool um yeah so i told I you like, tangents, isn't it? Tangents. <laughs> tangents um but yeah i feel like now i'm closer to my culture more than ever yeah and i feel like part of that is probably because it's kind of trendy to be in touch with your culture now the Maybe. reason why I think that is, is because of the representation and therefore it kind of snowballs down to like us, right? Where we're yeah. like, oh shit, you know, maybe we should be in touch with this because it's unique and it makes us unique kind of thing. Yeah. You, you know, like the they them people, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. you got to be choreographed sometimes, you know what I mean? Um, But yeah, so how many languages do you actually speak? Then? Oh, so I speak, well, English. Um, so yeah. Who is my mother tongue. Okay, cool. So I speak that fluently. And Hindi, I understand completely. Yeah. Um, but I, like, I can speak it, but like, it will take me forever to yeah. kind of put a sentence together. But like, I understand it completely. And then because I understand Hindi... Is I that because of Bollywood like, movies and that? Or yeah, like, literally. Yeah, yeah. I, I grew up watching so, like, soap operas, like yeah. serial, TV serials, um, since I was a kid, like Hindi serials. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's enough, low key, to like not be a coconut. And that's that's all you need. You See, need that little because push. Because my parents used to watch it, so it was always yeah. running. In, like it was running on TV, and then like I kind of got addicted to them too. Yeah. So then there we go. <laughs> so okay, so you said you had like kind of coconutty people in your friendship groups, right? Beforehand, or like maybe because of that, you were also like a a little bit of that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, and I I probably to... think it's because of the fact that like. There wasn't representation, that's one, right? That's one. And then also, like, you... Maybe, like, before our time, I'd say, maybe, like, 10 years before, like, you were supposed to not showcase the, like, Indian side or, like, Sri Lankan side or whatever. Mm, I mean, I can't speak for before our yeah. generation because I wouldn't know But, like, that our parents and stuff, that's you know? That's why I, w- I wouldn't know that because my parents weren't born and brought up here. So I feel like people... That's the thing, yeah, people yeah, yeah. Are sec- Like, our second... Like, people that are second gen, maybe they can relate to that because their parents were brought up here. But because mine weren't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was the first gen here. So yeah. I... I didn't have to. I never heard of the hide, having to hide your culture sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I or like felt, not being proud of it. Or right? not being proud of it. But I also felt that when I was at school as well. I think yeah. because again there wasn't that representation just yet. Yeah. So I like if I go to school or something like yes I'd have all these brown friends and stuff but not everyone was trying to hide that side of it like yeah, yeah, yeah. outside of school we'd show within our brown friendship group but then when we yeah, go to school yeah, yeah, yeah. the other other cultures they're mainly Caucasian. Yeah. It's like you can't like. It was it was tough too. Because... But it's crazy because you know that's probably because we're like, oh, we don't want to make them feel uncomfortable or like this and that. That's not why. I think it's because I people didn't feel like they fit in. Yeah. Or like you'd be looked down upon if you're of another culture. Not not down. Do you know what, yeah, you know what like I mean? Like, though it yeah. it is kind of looked down upon. Yeah. Um. Which is sad. When you it's... think in your head, oh, if I showcase this side of me that they won't relate to, then they won't gravitate towards me yeah. in other realms. But it's just like, you just need one connection point in order to make a friendship, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's not like, oh, you have to have like ten, these 10 things, like a checklist, like people have with relationships and shit like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we all yeah. talk about relationships, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, no, I think, yeah, we, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, so like Asian representation, why do you think it's like um or like what kind of channels would you say for artists like you people should try and get on to showcase that culture? Cuz I've had a lot of like Asian like rappers and singers on now. What do you mean I don't think quite like actually. what would they if they were like a young artist mm. uh who is trying to be in your shoes, what would okay. you recommend they do to showcase that if they're like an Asian singer and that? I think it really depends on the artist, right? Because yeah. like, it depends on the kind of music that you're creating. Because if you're making just mainstream pop sort of music, yeah, obviously, it's up to you whether you want to showcase your culture within that. But let's not. say they did want to be like oh, okay. following your footsteps, kind of thing. They watch it for you at the end of the day, you know. <laughs> they don't watch it for me. Come on, like. um, as in, still a bit. If they want to be like you, basically, <laughs> right, and they want to like follow your blueprint. Mm. Of like, okay, I'm gonna go on BBC Asian Network and showcase my stuff there. I'm gonna do a documentary behind the scenes. Like, I'm gonna start a YouTube channel. Like, what would you say they should do first? Oh, okay. I'd say start off if 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 that is what you want to do and like showing your cultural side as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I'd say first, obviously, like tap into your culture, yeah. find out where like or everything like anything that you're inspired by. Where's that coming from? Um, who is it that you like, like, like you relate to, and kind of look at all those sounds, yeah, and kind of amalgamate those sounds together, and kind of see where that fit lies in with you. Because I feel like mm. the first step is literally self discovery, which yeah, everyone, yeah, yeah. every artist, is still going through. Like I, I've been doing music for so many years, but yeah. I'm still going through that, and I feel like only recently I've kind of realized that the music that I'm making is who I am, like what my identity is, which is yeah, the mix yeah, yeah. of the two cultures, which is where I feel like I lie in the most. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like exploring that sort of side of you, yeah. and then from there, just showcasing it on social media. Like, social media is a huge thing right now. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And like, I feel like it's it's the biggest place where you're gonna get heard. Yeah. So being present on social media, putting out this content, and also again, it's not always about social media. It's also about like performing yeah, yeah, yeah. live, for example. For me, that's my most favorite part of being a musician, which is performing live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, going to gigs or like festivals, performing open mic nights, do those. Yeah. I literally grew up doing pub gigs like since i was a teenager and that since when when did you start literally since i was about 13 14 you're crazy yeah but that so was like because... how like someone is like probably listening like how do you know that that's what you wanted to do like so young so i didn't <laughs> i'll be honest yeah. um it was just something my par parents pushed me into i'll be honest no like, way it was like not not that they wanted me to become a singer and like yeah. do it. I don't think they wanted that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it yeah, was yeah. like they wanted just like me to try out different sort of extracurricular activities. So I did mm. like Carnatic singing, Bharatanatyam, like dance, Indian classical dance, like yeah, yeah, loads yeah. of different sports, badminton swimming, all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, singing stuck because that was the first talent that they explored, like mm. that they found, like that I was talented. It was like. I mean, I've said this in a lot yeah. of my interviews, but like when I was like four years old, we went to like this ashram and like they asked me to sing a Christmas carol. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. was the first time my parents had ever heard me sing. Yeah. Like there's no one musically orientated in my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it came to a shock. But since they heard that, they were like, oh, she can kind of sing. So yeah, yeah. let's put her into singing lessons and everything. So that's where okay, it all cool. started. So they kind of saw your like little potential, yeah. little liar potential, yeah, basically. Exactly. And then they're like, okay, maybe she could be good at this yeah. and then pursue it. Definitely. So that happened. Like. And then eventually, like, I just, I enjoyed singing like a lot. A lot. Um, like I did Carnatic singing, but I enjoyed yeah. like the Bollywood and the pop side of things. Yeah. So then once I went into secondary school, I actually, like my parents pushed me into like singing in front of school assembly and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Like putting myself out That's there. That's daunting, yeah. It is daunting, but it, I, I'm thankful for them because that's yeah. what pushed me out. And because I did that, I was like, oh, I actually do like this. And so then I did competitions. Yeah. And that's when um, 
a label slash artist development company like scouted me yeah and that's when i actually started looking at music as a career like i wouldn't say that's what i wanted it to be a career mm. but it was like looking at the business side of music so like it's not just about singing it's yeah, also yeah. about presenting yourself on stage it's about having a social media presence it's yeah. about everything that makes you an artist not just a singer so that's yeah. the kind of stuff that i did and that's when i i started that about when i was like 12 13 yeah um and then that's when they kind of said to be able to like go further than this you've got to like continuously like do live shows and everything yeah and yeah. so as practice i do pub gigs every other thursday friday sort of thing yeah, um, yeah, yeah so yeah that's my that's how i kind of got into getting used to live shows yeah man like obviously if you're a basketball player you're gonna have to be on the court like on off days you know so that's basically like your court in it at the <laughs> yeah, end of the day basically um but this whole self-identity thing is like interesting because i guess at 13 14 you didn't really yeah. know who you were yeah. so like what would you say is like the biggest shift for you in terms of like your personality from yeah. then until now the biggest thing is i'd say environment like for me back then it was like i yeah. was i was going to school um and I'll, I'll be honest my school wasn't um it had brown people but it was very like centered around the caucasian sort of culture sort of thing yeah so when i'd go to school it was like, like christmas cows and stuff like that yeah. right so it was like yeah. i tried to fit in i think carry on carry on okay. yeah. um it was like i tried to I tried to find like um, pop songs to sing, country songs, which I absolutely love. Like yeah, I yeah, love yeah. singing that stuff, but I wouldn't ever showcase my brown side because mm. like I had to be a certain way. Okay, okay. And so that's where my original music, like if you see my earlier songs and everything, when I started releasing music, it was purely English. Yeah. And like I did this one mashup, but it wasn't a true like identity sort of thing. Yeah. So I do all these. But it was like dipping your toe in the water, dip, right? Yeah. That's, there you that's, go, there that's you the go. way okay. to phrase it. So I do, yeah. I do all this English stuff, and mm. then I took a, and then I like left school, um, yeah. did my sixth form and everything, got my A levels, and I actually took a gap year. Yeah, one of the first in my community to actually do that, which was like a whoa, we should yeah. take a gap year. But um, and it was the best year I'd ever done, and that even though it was COVID, but that was the time that I actually started to like, so like explore myself because that mm. was when I would do my mashups, I would yeah. explore into like my my cultural side a lot more. Mm. and that's when i was like okay i don't want to just be releasing english music i want to yeah. bring my love for my south asian heritage but also my bit like i was brought up in england so obviously i'm going to be singing in english yeah exactly so it was like bringing those two together and it was it was in that i literally that heard you say this on like a real like <laughs> recently i i oh, i don't know but maybe yeah but it's like the westernized and eastern side like combined, yeah mixing basically. the two so it was literally in that gap year that i found myself and i was like okay the original music i want to be putting out is a mix of my english side and my cultural side you know what because you were just way too excited about this gap year <laughs> tell me more about it <laughs> sure what did you do so <laughs> My well, I had big plans for my gap year because yeah. I was like, I'm gonna like do loads of shows and everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like live like live my pop star life. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But COVID hit and th that all went down. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, it all but, went down the shit. You know. <laughs> but I still okay. made the most of it because um, that was when I kind of built up my social media presence and everything. I was like releasing covers every yeah. every two weeks and stuff on YouTube, and yeah. like people were like constantly listening to me, and that's when I grew my social media presence. Um, but I'll, actually, I'll tell you how it started. Yeah, so I did yeah. my gap year and everything, and at this point, COVID wasn't a thing. Yeah, yeah. All good. Um, but that was when I was working towards releasing my second EP, which mm. were four original songs. 
so I was working towards that I had like this launch party for the first time I had like people come in that's um, crazy like a hundred people yeah. came in it was like I was till till the last minute I was like is anyone gonna come yeah, yeah. but it, to see that happen and like come into place it was the most amazing thing ever so that happened um, and then I actually went to India for a cousin's wedding but mm. then I stayed a bit longer to um, sort of know what the music scene is there yeah, see yeah. if Hollywood or Bollywood is anything I'd ever want to go into kind yeah. of test the waters there yeah. and went to some classes there and everything but I think I felt that like it was it was like a misfit in both areas yeah. like here I wasn't fitting in the complete pop culture there yeah, yeah, I wasn't yeah. fitting into the full-on Bollywood culture and I was like again I think we're going back to the mixing the two because yeah, yeah, I yeah. didn't feel like I fully belonged in yeah. one place or the other and so it was like I'm trying to find the middle ground mm. which is what I ended up doing which is what I'm doing now yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's what happened in my gap year, and then I came back. Covid struck, and I was releasing covers, and that's when I actually released my ten language mashup. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. It was literally a month's project. I like yeah. I, um, over like the first couple of weeks, I figured out the songs and everything. Yeah. And then obviously my parents were still working, so I couldn't like bother them during the week. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. When when the week weekend would hit, we'd be like, okay, video shoot time, and like we'd I'd like my mom would get me right and up and ready in like all the different cultures like yeah. attires. Um, and then I'd like do a dance and then sing That's and then record the So video. they're like your proper supporters. Like... <laughs> yeah, no, my parents have been my biggest pillar throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so they helped me with that, obviously. Um, and then just similar stuff like that, I'd find like I do. It's like they are managers or something. <laughs> yeah, like, oh yeah, for yeah. for the biggest part of my life, they have been. Yeah. Um, it's only now that like I'm getting a separate team around me. Yeah, and everything yeah. And but but my parents are my number one support but i guess that comes with the whole self-identity thing isn't it it's like okay she doesn't really know who she is at the moment so let's like take the reins for a bit and just like kind of like help her like give her a helping hand kind of thing yeah, and then yeah. it's like okay let, let let's let her pass over to like the, <laughs> the big dogs kind of thing yeah sort of yeah you can say i mean a lot of the time i feel like my parents have been there as a guiding guiding path but yeah to be actually to actually up until i'd say i became an adult after that it was all like me trying to find my own opportunities and like bringing it to them asking them for help but a lot of the organization and everything was always done to me yeah yeah, <laughs> so, yeah yeah exactly i mean like i think a lot of people who are like popping now did the groundwork in lockdown and i guess because you had such big plans yeah that's why you like force yourself to be like okay let me of like course. capitalize yeah it's like it's different if i went to uni i'd be like okay fine i'll just do uni and i won't focus on my music but because yeah. that year was for music i had to do something and that's when actually i made a few connections um, yeah with like my producers that i've done the past three singles with um yeah um like all the, like the past three singles weren't actually written in the last year they they were written over lockdown and okay, only cool. recently released sort yeah. of thing so yeah so like um i really use that year to kind of get my head in around yeah. the music and everything but that was only the beginning um and i'm still still literally still at the beginning of yeah it. yeah of course <laughs> i mean you have to say that right because like you you think that you should have like a lot of opportunities ahead of you you know what i mean like mm -hmm. um but yeah, you're not at the beginning. You can't say that either, you know? Like, I'd you've still had, like, a pretty long journey compared to a lot of people out there. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't say beginning, but... It's... You know what it is? Like, um, because you started when you were 13 mm. and people are only finding out about you now. Like, even me. Like, I'm the naive bitch, yeah, <laughs> who, like, found out about you just now. Yeah. Right? Um, so I guess you kind of have to, like, cater for that whilst catering for the audience who's been with been you. There. So how, how do you do that? I think uh, that's just by... 
firstly thanking everyone that's been there for me yeah, since yeah. the very beginning that's like you're my number one fan there like I, I can't thank you guys yeah, enough. Yeah. um but it's also kind of with the new people that are coming in presenting my new stuff mm. and also being like hey i've not been here just now like there's yeah, some yeah. stuff from before and so, so it's like doing the throwback stuff exactly, right and putting yeah, it into your content calendar whatever literally. that is so i i literally post stuff from like years ago or like mm. i just I post something and then I tag my song from my, my first ever EP so people yeah, yeah. still can explore like my past stuff mm. so that's how I try and oh uh, that's the both. business side that you're talking about <laughs> okay well okay. no that was unintentional but if you say yeah, so. yeah. no it is it is it's so like obviously you have to let them see the catalog yeah, because like exactly. if they do have a week where they're like oh I'm really listening to Wall of Saloni's music right yeah. now where is the rest of it yeah you know yeah. you're helping them find that exactly <laughs> you know what i mean but um yeah give people who again want to be in your shoes like advice on social media like what are your quick like top three tips kind of thing social media is you've been doing bits in it it's lie. one hell of a thing i feel like a lot of artists mm. there are some artists that yeah. love the social media aspect and okay. are there for that okay. and then there are your hand there are your handful of artists that are yeah. like um, I'm doing social media because I have to do it and it yeah, needs yeah. to be put out there. And I feel like I'm in the middle. There are there are days. I feel like there are times where yeah. you're like there are days where I'm like, like this, yeah. content, content, content. Like yeah. I love it. Like I'm just doing it. Yeah. And then there are days where I'm just like, why am I doing content again? Like yeah. that is like, well, what am I doing? Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I want I just want to be out there performing. But yeah, because technically you don't need to, right? If it was like I don't know, 1980 kind of thing. Yeah. You know? If it was back in the, yeah. back in those days, but now it's like yeah. a big part. Now of it's it. like you you it's have like, to like do it, otherwise you have to do it. You have to do. People it. are gonna forget about you. Kind yeah, of thing. exactly. And, and that's so, a big fear of like every like musician content creator today, right? Yeah. It's just like, oh, I'm gonna be forgotten if I don't like keep on going. I mean, I would hope that all the artists that are out there are doing stuff. Yeah. you won't get forgotten for <laughs> yeah yeah um, i mean that's the goal but obviously the but times people have don't changed. really yeah people don't look at that stuff yeah. right now and it? it's just like obviously we know that it's like fast-paced in nature but the real truth of the matter is is like there is so much more escapism present in our daily lives mm -hmm. that we have less time for these kind of things yeah no and i feel you know? like i seen that more since the change of like when it was COVID, when yeah. we had all the time in the well, almost had all the time in the world, yeah. and were able to make that content, which is where, why my TikTok blew up because yeah. I had all the time to make the content, and I was posting like three times a day, and yeah, yeah, things yeah. were being heard. But then now life gets in the way, and there's so much yeah. more to do that you can't always be focusing on content. So what I do now is actually I make a plan, I make a schedule of yeah. all my content that I've got to do, and. I'm like, okay, these are the kind of pieces that I want to do and then I'll plan mm. when to do it and I'll schedule as much as I can yeah. or I'll just remind myself, put a reminder on my phone to actually post. And yeah. it doesn't always work out, I'll be honest. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so you do it all yourself still? Yeah, um, social okay, media-wise, cool, yeah. I mean, yeah. I get help from like friends here and there. I'm just yeah, like, what yeah. do you think about this piece? What do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, 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 but that's not like, but that's just not, like running it by, yeah, right? It's that's not like um, yeah. you have a team of people. No, not yet. One yeah. day, one day. Soon, <laughs> but soon, soon. Now it's still, it's still. Maybe you can fall back a bit soon, right? <laughs> still doing all my stuff, um, but I think it's also letting yourself be okay with not posting constantly. Like, yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. don't force yourself. Um, yeah. And sometimes you just need to take a break. And I feel like currently, I think I'm in that phase. Like, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. past week, I've not posted too much. I mean, I posted something yesterday, but like, yeah, yeah. But you're on a little hiatus, yeah. right? So giving yourself the time back. Yeah. So sometimes it's like if you don't like if you posted on if you've been on a like a what is it called? I'm lost for words. If you've been on like a flow, yeah, yeah, of yeah, yeah. constantly posting and stuff, and then you suddenly feel like you just need a bit of a break, that's okay. Maybe yeah. some of your past content just kind of schedule it. 
And so that's yeah, exactly. I feel like people like see progression as like a graph where it's like this, and like it's never going to be like like that, that. right? You're going to have like waves of creativity, and I Mm -hmm. guess that's when you capitalize on like, okay, now I can schedule in advance because I have all of these ideas. Mm -hmm. Then next week I can be like, oh, let me just like chill for a bit, you know, focus on me. So what do you do to like focus on you? Um, music wise, or just yeah, just in general, just in general, focusing on me. I am a TV slash movie fanatic, so I just watch a lot oh, of TV man. when a I just need some me time. A lot of people are gonna love to hear that. That's not choreographed at all. Wow. <laughs> no, no, carry on. Okay. No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. Not I'm li- no, literally, I like me time <laughs> is watching piece. Netflix. <laughs> okay, okay. So what do you watch? Well, right now, what are you watching now? Right now is a complete pause because I've got exams going on. So, what are you doing exams for? Um, in my third year of uni. So. Oh, so you're in uni still? I thought you didn't go. No, oh, after I did. The so I took year. my gap year and then I went. Uni. oh shit so, so you're doing uni as well as yeah, like everything yeah. else so everything so it's everything side by side now but then i'm waiting to graduate so i can go back to just doing full-time music so are you just going to uni for the degree kind of yeah <laughs> so how, how do you feel about that when you're like going to well when you're in exam season and you can't watch netflix to chill out <laughs> and you're doing all of this content yeah. how do you feel about that i think because i've always also been an academic well I've been an academic, an academic. Like, oh my god in, <laughs> yes <laughs> i i i've always been someone to work hard to kind of see a result and i feel like with academics okay. you can see that result yeah. straight away um, mm. and it's also like a bit of a safe spot in my head i guess like if i get that degree mm. if i need anything to fall back in which like a just in case just kind of in thing. case contingency plan yeah yeah that yeah. i have it um, mm-hmm. And I like what I'm studying right now. I am doing management science, so it's a mix of business management and data science. And I so guess it's I can use something that, for that my you music. need to like leverage. The business yeah. side of it, yeah. it's, it's made me more like commercially aware. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's helped me on the music side as well. Um, and it's just, I feel like going to uni has helped me mature in general as well. So that's yeah. added to it. I mean, I guess that's also with age, yeah. but like. Did you moved, did you move out for uni or do you? Th- yeah, I moved saying, out. Okay, so cool, that, cool. that whole experience. So that's what it is, exactly. Right? So I think it's a lot of things that I'm still glad, even though. I've gone to uni for that degree. I'm mm. just glad I did it because I can now leave uni, graduate, and like feel accomplished that I've got a degree. Yeah. Um, and kind of just focus on my music after as well. So. But it's crazy to think that for you, it's like a side project. For uni, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you know many what I mean? Uni is like that. your little side project, man. <laughs> I get, I get that a lot. Everyone's like, "You're just here for the side thing." But you don't, like, you don't feel like that, right? It's like a, I it's more it of an equally. accomplishment thing. Yeah. And then it's like a a backup option because yeah. you know everyone catastrophizes, yeah. especially in this day and age, right? So yeah. it's like, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to uni and just kind of flunging it by and just being like, "Oh, I'll be fine." With no, you're taking it seriously. Like I, yeah. I still, um, I, I'm still working really hard to get that first two one sort of thing yeah, so like yeah. it's like i'm very like I th- i'd say i'm very goal driven um yeah. and like achievement sort of driven do you feel so, like it gives you structure yeah i feel like for someone like you it must give you it some does. sort of structure because, because might... you have like this sporadic lifestyle where you're like trying to do everything all at once and then not anything because you i try not to burn out yeah i think it's a big part of me being organized mm. and structured like you said like in my gap year like i loved it that music was the only thing i was doing but mm. there was also like um because i was also still like i wouldn't say i was still starting up yeah, yeah, yeah so like it was also like i didn't have so many things going on with music that music was the only thing i could do so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still felt i felt i like i was like sort of missing the academic side yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and so that's what i enjoyed once i started uni but mm. then obviously now it's like a lot going on yeah um, which is why i'm looking forward to graduating kind of just in music after 
but um yeah it's definitely given me the structure because i have so many things going on i'm yeah. like structuring my day like my timetables and everything like i've just i feel more organized in life yeah so, yeah and i guess it's just like I feel like you do this in it, like you push yourself into scenarios where you have to get this X thing or like get this X habit, like yeah. sorted kind of thing. Yeah. So um, that's always good to be like kind of aware of where you're at. Yeah. Um, and I think by having like these sort of um, things that you kind of striving for, like it, like having a goal for also kind of is interchangeable with every part of your life. Because like when you when you know you're mm. working towards something, you know, what are the things in place that you need to kind of put there to get to that goal? Yeah, and I feel yeah, like even after uni, I'm gonna be doing that with my music. Yeah, and like life goals, just in general. So, totally. yeah, and I I feel like subconsciously as well, like we do that anyways. Like even in terms of like friends, like obviously it's like bare peak to say that um we gravitate towards certain friends because we're trying to like you know get more in touch with our culture and stuff, and we know that certain friends are like more in tune with it. So mm-hmm. we will then hang out with them more even like not knowing it it's not a conscious thing but we'll do it Mm -hmm. because we want to feel that kind of thing and we want to like understand it and learn from it take the lessons and then you are then like five percent more in tune with your culture than you would have been if you were just chilling with the friends that you're already chilling with you know so it's just like if we do that subconsciously why not do it consciously and then be aware of it and then when you are in a room you don't come across like you are like unaware of like your surroundings and yeah. stuff, right? No, I agree. Um, and on that topic, you probably seem like to most people that you're like the most put together person. <laughs> what would you say to those people who think that? Um, it's and give not, some examples it, of like it, how it, you're not. No, it's not as it seems. At yeah, all. yeah, yeah. Like sometimes I, I, I put stuff on my story, like like my day in the life and stuff. And yeah, those are usually yeah. the good days. Yeah, I'll be yeah, honest, yeah. like that. Those are the good days because yeah, yeah. not you don't want to put those bad days out. And it takes some. There are some people influencers out there that are putting the bad days out, and I literally yeah. applaud them because takes balls, it, right? it takes balls. Yeah. It takes balls. It takes balls. And I haven't got to that stage yet. I would like to at yeah. some point because I don't want people to think that I'm a put together person because I'm not. Like everyone yeah, yeah, has yeah. their down days. Like literally before coming here today, I yeah. had quite a down day. Like Is I it? wasn't feeling myself, and I was. What like, happened, man? Tell no, me. it was just. It's just like um, general insecurities, right? Okay. So it was like, I just, I I was trying to get something done today and it yeah. didn't happen. Okay. So it was like, you kind of feel that bit of a low day, but mm-hmm. you don't show that on social media. And I feel like that's something I've actually been working on. I've been working on like this song where it's like, it's not as it seems. Yeah. And so it's like, pe- people see the side of you and I'm sure there are so many like figures out there on social media that you see one side of them, but there's yeah. so much else behind them. And it's crazy how you're writing that song and I'm like here thinking <laughs> oh this person like comes across like a put together person. Yeah, cause, cause, but obviously er- like everyone knows that like if you I guess put yourself in other people's shoes then you kind of understand that like come on like that's never the case. Yeah. Right? yeah and, and I feel like I hope not everyone expects it to be that way because like that, yeah. that's just your living. But if that's what they see and they only see these snippets yeah. where they have like five minutes where they're scrolling on Instagram like tapping the stories yeah. like this, you know. Yeah, yeah that's that's, the that's what they thing, see, yeah. Yeah. But um They see you smiling singing ten languages and they're like, <laughs> Oh shit, like <laughs> Well here's I me need telling... to I need to fix up in my shit, you know what I mean? No, well here's me telling you that that's not the case. There's so much behind the scenes that you guys don't see. <laughs> yeah. But and, I think um, that's just telling you that everyone's human, like yeah even, even the people that you think are doing even if so, it's cliche to say it or whatever no, yeah. like everyone is human everyone you know? is human and like 
there's so much that goes on behind the scenes so don't don't take things at face value give people an example of like um like something behind the scenes that like you wouldn't put out there but you're comfortable talking about now mm, like or I you did... wouldn't have put out there because you've had more self-discovery now so maybe you'd be able to now okay so recently i did put something but i guess, I guess this is something i'm okay talking about now because it happened years ago okay but um this goes back to my school days sort of thing yeah yeah, yeah. like i i've never actually said the entire story before because as an on like on a podcast or anything yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm yeah i guess i'm gonna do it now but <laughs> yeah just rough cut um, yeah it was i was talking about it this morning with a friend actually and yeah. it was like it, it was my birthday yeah, um, yeah and i was getting back on the school bus and everything and like i could see the people in front of me watching a video of me on like on a competition and mocking me for it yeah, yeah but it yeah. was like behind like behind my back like people couldn't actually see what it was yeah, yeah, yeah. and obviously i i asked i was like what's going on and they were just yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. nothing nothing and i was like is it that video and i was because i could actually see it but i can yeah. kind of make out from the situation yeah, 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 yeah and i and then i walked off the bus and i could actually see the video then and i knew it was me and i was like is this what i'm having to do with yeah. it on my birthday as well yeah and i went home crying and i was like do i do i really want to be taking this career from what were they what were mom? they saying when they were mocking yeah. i don't remember too clearly okay, i just okay. remember that it's they like were blurry, laughing like, at yeah, me okay, or cool, like because cool. it, it was i was i don't know how old i was i think i was like well at this point, I think I was about 16 or 17. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. they were laughing at a video from, like, when I was 13 or something at a competition. Fairs, fairs, yeah. Um, and, like, fair enough, people are going to mock people. But if you're trying to do something yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. unnatural, like, un not unnatural, like, unconventional, people yeah, are going to mock you for it. Um, so, but that's kind of been my point where I've just been, like, that used to be my life. Or, like, people probably still do it now. I don't know. But probably, it's, yeah. like... Yeah, people People are watching that in your (laughs) video right now. Probably before they click onto this. (laughs) Probably, Um, but it's those things where you just like you can't be thinking, you can't like, you can't let that affect you. Yeah, exactly. And that's also like a kind of motivation to kind of like that has been some part of me that's been like, okay, I want to make it so I can prove this wrong because like I, I, I don't want to let that affect me. Yeah. Um. And obviously, it did affect me a bit, but it's being able to still do this career, even mm. though I know people are, like are saying stuff like that. And it's being able to push through things like that that kind of help you kind of move forward. Um. It's so do crazy. What you, love to do. you were probably like crying about the situation, <laughs> and you thought it was like the worst day of your life, yeah. right? But then, like, um, you hear stories like, for example, like Michael B. Jordan. Obviously, he just did like Creed three and stuff, mm-hmm. right? And um, when he was like in school, like handing out his like headshots and stuff. Yeah right people were mocking him calling him corny like there was a specific girl who said like he was corny mm-hmm. and then like fast forward till now he's on the red carpet it's basically true. saying so what did you say about me before <laughs> kind of thing and yeah. you know what like i think that people hang on to those moments more than they admit and i feel like that drives them more than any oh congratulations Saloni, you're doing bits you know what i mean yeah i think uh, obviously like to mm. see those same people liking my videos now or commenting or something that's like crazy that, it's isn't like it? You should say something, like, though. <laughs> no, I would never. I would never call anyone out. Like that's that's not. Don't you like, ever feel like a little um, like mischievous one day, and you're like, oh, you know, maybe I should do it. <laughs> no, maybe my I, management team will see this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, no, I don't. I, well, I don't. Come on, I, I don't like, you never I have would. one moment where you're like, oh, maybe. Like. No, no, I'm not. Because I just, I, I'd rather not put myself in that situation. <laughs> you're fair, fair, fair. So. Um, um, what I'm getting from that is that like, you don't really like confrontation, right? No, not really. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to stay away. Um, yeah. I, I like to leave a le- level of peace where I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah um, exactly. But yeah, I guess 
I don't know. I don't think that's well, whatever I just said. I don't know if that's exactly kind of giving you a representation of like a down day. I think that's like back then and like me kind of using that as motivation. Yeah. To drive yeah. Me yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Because down days now are like, um, if I'm, I guess like you can take, you can go back to social media. Like yeah. there was like during COVID, my social mm. media was like, like my TikTok, especially yeah, yeah, yeah. was like going blowing off. Up, like, yeah. was blowing up mm. because I was doing loads of covers and everything. And yeah, now like, you see. Because of your work. <laughs> Not for no reason. Yeah. You were in the trenches for years. <laughs> People don't understand. Yeah. Um. So that was there. But then now, mm. but that was because I was doing lots of covers. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Now I'm going back to like trying to use the same techniques but for my original music yeah yeah yeah. and i think a lot of artists are facing this as well like i think after covid like yeah. um numbers on tiktok haven't been as good mm, um yeah so like if i if I'm, I'm, I'm i think to myself i'm putting so much effort into my content and everything and it's not doing what i want it to do yeah and you're um, probably putting more effort than the ones you didn't yeah because exactly, of that right exactly um and so those are some down days that i kind of deal with i'm just like why am i doing this like is, yeah is, is yeah there, like what am I doing the content for if it's not actually doing well? Yeah. But I think it's also like if you don't do it, you don't you don't know what it's gonna do. Like if you're not gonna put it out there, how are you gonna know if it's gonna do well or not? Like yeah. so it's just like that kind of perseverance to keep putting it out there and one day it might do well. Sort yeah. Of so yeah. Because like some videos that like, pop off like two weeks afterwards, yeah, right? exactly. Which is weird. Anyways, yeah, weird, you know. but it happens. But I think that's the whole thing. Because like if you're never gonna do it, then obviously you're never gonna anything but yeah if you do it you might see something so it's like looking at it in that way um but yeah so some of my down days are like that and yeah. it, w- it will be a whole day where i'm just like why am i doing this content and that's and like purely number driven it's like okay like i was getting one of these impressions yeah. and then i'm having like this like i guess that graph right thing <laughs> where, where you're like thinking okay like it should be just going there it's but like just up it's always yeah exactly <laughs> but like you you just want to make sure that the steep inclines that you get outweigh the little lows that yeah. you have you know what yeah. I mean? 100. and i see that a lot when i'm having a good session yeah a good session in the studio yeah or um a good like a good show those are the those are my highest points when i have a good show and like yeah. literally the other day like, like like i said earlier in the session my strongest point and the thing that i do music for yeah. is my live shows yeah and songwriting i love to do because it gets an emotion out mm but it's not my strongest point and yeah. it's not like it's not something i always look forward to because i don't know how it's going to go yeah but it's the moments where like i'm pushing myself to do it with like recently i did um i went into studio with like a new producer um and i was like how is it going to be like i've not worked with this yeah. guy before i don't know if i'm gonna like actually put out like my best self and stuff yeah but going there trying and we actually got like a demo out in a day and i was just, like yeah that's sick because like i didn't think i could do it yeah so it's like it's it's pushing yourself even when you are at a low point that kind of helps you get through those yeah things like it's like it's yes that's at the start of that day i was feeling low but by the end of the day i was like whoa i just did something i thought i couldn't do so yeah, that's man. like your biggest driving sort of thing. yeah exactly like you you can think about it like uh when you were a kid you didn't want to go on a roller coaster because you think <laughs> you're gonna die right and then you go <laughs> on it and you're like oh shit and then you do it again yeah, right yeah. it's like it's like that kind of thing and you kind of like of take that across like your whole life i guess right kind mm-hmm. of thing mm-hmm. um but yeah i guess how i know you love music mm-hmm. and i know you've suffered a lot of down days in the midst of like going for this I guess accolade. What's the accolade that you're going for? In the sense. In music, like what? What is like? 
do you have like a end goal or like a shooting star for it yeah and what is that this is gonna sound cringe because i released a song called legacy <laughs> okay yeah, yeah, yeah. it's literally i want to leave a legacy behind that, that that's yeah, what i want to yeah. aim for i want to i i have not seen a telugu artist in the uk of like telugu background yeah making it or even showcasing like the beauty of south asian culture yeah and most more speci- more specifically telugu and i feel like i'm the first in the uk to yeah. be doing that or like getting there and i and i want to be that inspiration for you love going young- against the grain isn't it <laughs> <laughs> you know how many times in like different ways you said going against the grain and it's sick it's honestly sick yeah i mean that, yeah. it's not a bad thing I'm, no, no, that's you know. true no, no no i agree i agree yeah um and i, I want to like i as a young kid i didn't have that person to look up to like I was okay, So now I, you've become that person. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, not like that. But as in yeah. Yeah, I want to be that person. Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. I become it. I want to be that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kids, like, you will be that person. Sorry? You will be that person. I will be that person. Yeah, exactly. Um but what am I trying like I like I guess it's kind of going against the grain sort of vibe, Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. When I took my gap year, for example, there was no one to look up to that like or in my community at least yeah that like, there was like a blueprint that you could follow yeah, right? th- yeah. there was none, nothing like that but i want it to eventually be that that there is mm. like that being an artist isn't is like a stable career that people can go into like it's, yeah. it's not it's still not and like yeah definitely and i don't know if it will be 10 years and down the line we never know but yeah someone's got to try and like yeah, yeah, yeah. got to be and there's a group of us now like there's lots of people that are doing it yeah and i just feel like just we just need to keep going and there will be that kind of yeah thing that people can look up to you gotta keep going you gotta collaborate what <laughs> no, what would you say is the the best collaboration that you've had or like I, why would you say it's important to do collaborations in the first place like you could just be doing singles yourself why, oh, yeah. why would you say it's important i mean it's, it's the same thing with anything like mm. on your own there's only so much you can get but yeah, teamwork yeah. like that this is so cringe <laughs> i was gonna say teamwork makes the dream work but i'm not gonna but it is those kind of quotes that kind of it's just it's just it. not as fun though isn't it it's, it's not, not as, as fun, fun on your own not gonna do as well like yeah it's, it's, because you're it's, leveraging different audiences exactly. and that's what you kind of have to do you with the social media audiences, age, yeah. different talents yeah. different ideas let's make like, it less cringe yeah cool we're working, we're working yeah. <laughs> so it's <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. yeah when when you collaborate you're getting all these different ideas together, yeah, yeah, yeah and you're seeing sides of music that you probably wouldn't have seen otherwise yeah so exactly. um yeah a hundred percent collaborations are the best mm. why when did you start doing collaborations i did my first collab and how yeah actually this is a good question how how would you like qualify a collaboration um because there's a lot of people probably want to work with you you know there's bad producers out there no I'd love i to. might know some you know <laughs> no 100 i'd love to collaborate yeah. with people i mean i have been um there i'm definitely wanting but to what credentials more. are you after what credentials yeah, yeah, yeah i mean you've got to be a good musician. if you want to step to you yeah <laughs> you got yeah. to be a good you got to have good like good music that's mm. that's the biggest part yeah. and if i if i work if i vibe with it i'm gonna collab with you mm. um but yeah like for me i guess a collaboration is when there's like equal contribution to a track mm-hmm. or like songwriting together yeah um yeah producers like if i've worked as a producer that's a collaboration isn't it yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so yeah mm. like collaborations don't really work like that though innit? what do you mean they're never really 50 50 
yeah. if you look at it objectively. But you can be like, oh, you can look at a 60-40 as a 50-50, for sure. I think that's something that needs to be sorted out at the start. Well, mm, oh, I is know. it? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how to get around. I mean, collaborations are tough when it comes to the splits. Like, yeah. Because everyone has their own opinion. But if everyone is looking for equal exposure, um, yeah. are happy to go, like, it, it's really business situation by situation. Because the thing just, is, like, for you, like, I could see why you would justify, like, the price tag, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but yeah, a lot of people who probably come to you probably don't have the accolades and you're like, oh... Do you mean who I'd like to collaborate in the long term? Or, like, yeah, yeah, no. like a dream collaboration. Dream yeah, collaboration. Ooh. Well... I said this in an interview once, and I'm going to say it again. Yeah. Um, Zach Knight. Because yeah, yeah. he was the first mix artist that I've ever seen. Like, okay, yeah. The, and that was when I was like, that's the kind of music I want to make. Eventually, yeah, yeah, yeah. one day. Um, he was the first. Like, I know there are loads now. Like, there's the Bazaarjian, there's Tasha Tata. There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's tons of people, which I love their music. I love everyone's music. Um, but Zach Knight was the first. And that's why I think I have that personal connect, like per- personal touch where I'm like, that's yeah, the guy I want to personal connection, with. yeah. That's the guy I want to collaborate with. And I yeah. love his music, so why not? Yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. We'll clip that, we'll clip that. Um, anything else you want to say? Because I'm actually done with questions. Um, anything you want to ask me, you can fire away. I don't mind. <laughs> what am I going to ask you? How, I'm trying to think of how I can fit you on the spot with the way you yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we can do that. We can do that. I am terrible with questions. I'm not going to lie. So I, I, I'll, I'll save you some. Yeah, that's cool. cool, cool. <laughs> we we can do like a Instagram live or something because obviously like your audience asks you questions and we can like, I guess this will be before the episode comes out. Um. So yeah, we'll give you guys a little taste of what this like quick fire round <laughs> is because... I can't lie, I put on the spot best today. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm looking forward to seeing what you do in the future. Um, I'll probably be less naive now and look into your stuff because now I've actually had a conversation <laughs> with you. So now I feel like almost inclined to look into you, but, you know, in a good way. Like, I have heard your music and obviously, like, I do like it when I'm down for that vibe. For the people who are going to search you up after this on Spotify and stuff like that, what would you say is your type of music that you make? Oh, cool. Um, it is literally a mix of English and South Asian languages, mm. um, and it's all around like the pop R and B current sort of vibe. Yeah. I uh, sick. Anything else you want to say to the people before you? Yeah, <laughs> you can. You guys can find me on social media. Yeah. As Saloni underscore music S A L O N I underscore music. Yeah. On a lot of them, um, if not just Saloni music. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, big thing is just. Thank you for watching and thanks for supporting me to all those fans that are here from like from following me for ages. So yeah, thank yeah, you yeah. so much. I really appreciate it. Like nothing nothing goes unseen. Like I if it wasn't for the people that are supporting me, like yeah. literally like you having me on your podcast, like so many people that have just noticed me and liked my music and kind of supported me, I you're the reason I'm here. Like yeah, there's no yeah, other yeah. there's no other way I'd be here. So it's it's honestly a big thank you to those lot. And for the new fans that are coming in, come watch, come join the family. You're still at day one, technically. She says she's at the start (laughs) of her journey. Remember that, guys. So you have your day one card now if you go ASAP after this. Um, Yeah, no, thank you for coming on. There's probably bare podcasts that want to have you on (laughs) that I know personally. So, like, I'll shoot you that, like, afterwards and stuff. But, yeah, no, this was sick. No, it's sick. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, thanks for asking me my questions, man. (laughs)
A lot of curiosity has been uh, scratched off. <laughs> Alright, in a bit guys, in a bit. <laughs>